a futuristic airborne casino filled with the world's most dangerous criminals. How did that even happen? Whose business plan was that? Welcome to Hey You Know It. My name is Jaquetta Sotmar, and I'm here with my co-host, Katie Kazmier. Hey You Know It is a podcast that tells you how it is or how it should be. You can listen to Hey You Know It on iTunes, a new episode every Monday. And here they are, Jaquetta and Katie. All right, here we are. Happy Independence Day, people. That's right. Happy 4th of July, Independence yeah. Day, everybody. Did um, we actually make it through to the 4th? This is amazing. I know. It seems like such an, it's, you know, it's a time to celebrate, but right now it, nothing seems very celebratory. I have to be honest. Yeah. It's, uh, there's a lot going on. We've all been through a lot. Um, yeah. And keep in mind, we're in the, you know, the New York metro area. So if you're listening to us from another part of the country that has been less besmirched by COVID, you may be, you know, in a different situation. A lot of places are out of lockdown. Um, Someone was telling me that in New Jersey, do you, are you guys going by color? Is that what it is? Like orange, yellow, and red or something? They had something like that, but they're, yeah, I think it's more, yeah, they have the color codes. I haven't looked at them lately, but. Um, We're like all, one to four in New York, and I'm not sure what each of those means. The phases? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has their own thing. Yeah. <laughs> Some places it's probably like a smiley face, a Mr. <laughs> Yuck face. Like, this is what happens when you don't have any federal kind of plan right yeah. everyone's doing their own thing so um we yeah. we have talked about this before in the past because we know that the fourth of july holiday is when people get their flag game on yeah they, people sure do and i mean this is a list of the rules about the flag that have been in existence for a very long time that people seem to forget or put yeah. aside i don't know what since um, there was a flag, these rules have been around. Yes. And so it, it, it just, it always amuses me how people get upset about um, how other people treat the flag. And you, you, you know, you took a knee during the anthem and are you disrespecting the flag? Oh, yeah. you, you burnt it as a protest or whatever. Yeah. It, but it's like, wait a minute, that's coming from the guy who has a flag, you know, um, t-shirt on, muscle t-shirt on, you know. Yeah. Or, is, or is wearing a flag uh, COVID mask. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, okay. So we've been following this U.S. flag code, a lengthy list of rules and guidelines for respecting and displaying the flag since 1942. Mm -hmm. Yes. Since 1940. And let me just say that I have, I don't display a flag. Um, but if I, if I were going to, I would definitely adhere to the way that it's supposed to be done. Yeah. So, right. um, first of all, the flag was designed by one Francis Hopskin of New Jersey. He was a, a naval flag designer and signer of the Decla Declaration of Independence. So go New Jersey. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so here's the do's and don'ts. When raising the flag, it should be hoisted briskly, but lowered ceremoniously. Yeah. You got quick, you know, just like in real life. Yeah. <laughs> get it up fast, but let it down slow. Yes. Right. Um, it is raised first and lowered last, if among other flags from other nations. Okay. Okay. On a cloudy day, raising the flag is fine. However, it shouldn't be displayed outdoors during inclement weather. Outdoor yeah. flags on flagpole should be on display from sunrise to sunset. But on special occasions, the flag can be raised in the evenings as well. And there really should be a spotlight on it. 
Well, yeah. Otherwise, what is the point? Right. I mean, I always find it interesting. Again, I'm not a flag person. Yeah. um, For any reason, unless it's like nautical. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You know, but I don't like it when I see and not because it's a flag, but just because it looks terrible. Like you see these like sad, ratty flags. Yeah. It's like faded. It's ripped at the end. And you're like, what was the point? Were you just too lazy to take it down? Yeah, people just leave it up all night. They're just like, they don't care. They're just this, out all the time. The air is dirty. Like, it's like anything you might leave out for a very long time. You got to take it down. You got to wash it, you know. Yeah. and Piece if of you, fabric. If you have a flag, if you're in, in America and you have an American flag and other flags up, the American flag has to be the highest. Ah, okay. I guess that makes sense because you're trying to say, hey, you're in America, not Belarusia. Right. Which, which is, which is, you know, reasonable. Yeah. If you're displaying the flag off of a staff, it should be displayed flat and it should be when the, the flag is being shown on the wall or window, the blue section also known as the union should go on your left. Um, yeah. If it's vertical, the union, the blue part should go in the upper. Yeah. yeah in the upper left hand corner. And it's weird too, because I bet you if we saw it the other way, we would think something was off. Yes. Yes. Right, Because we're so used to seeing it in one direction. Yes. It would seem to be flying backwards for us. Yes. But if you're covering a casket with a flag, you put the mm-hmm. union on the upper right-hand corner. Oh, okay. Yeah. And see, that's the, I think that's, that's what you're talking about. Um, you do not, and I repeat, do not <laughs> display the flag from your car or a float. Avoid draping the flag over the the hood, top sides, or back of your vehicle. It should only be hung from a staff. Avoid wearing it as a cape. Yes, you should not be using the flag to cover your ceiling or your body. It's not supposed to be on clothing, pillows, blankets, napkins, plates, boxes, and such items. Oh, how I wish they would adhere to that. It's never supposed to be used as part of a costume, and you're not supposed to wrap yourself in it. No, I can't swaddle myself in it. (laughs) No. And if you think you're not supposed to burn the, bl- the flag, think again. Um, the code calls for a flag so worn it's no longer fitting, a fitting emblem to be destroyed. It has to be destroyed in a dignified and ceremonious fashion with burning being the preferred method. Yes, I remember hearing about that as a kid and thinking about the paradox of that whole situation. <laughs> yeah. Or you can take it, you can send your flag to a, um, the solid waste management facility in, um, Knoxville mm-hmm. and they, they will recycle the flag and do that for you. That's what they say. How much do you give them? I feel like they just throw that shit out the back. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, if you go down there, there's just like a pile. This is just a guy sleeping on stuff at mattresses with him. Yeah, right. <laughs> Using them to wipe stuff off. Are all flag stuffing. Yeah. <laughs> the best night's sleep in America that you could ever get. Sleep on American freedom. Yeah. No- <laughs> Nothing says sweet dreams. It's just like freedom. <laughs> oh, God. So how about this, like, um, uh, raising the flags at half-staff? Okay, that's for tragedy, right? Yeah, it's usually during, the, like, the 30 days after the death of a current or former president or president-elect. Mm-hmm. Nobody remembers after... 30 days now because, you know. What? People don't, like, 30 days later after a former president is dead, I think people have moved on already. I know. 
It's like, oh, right. is it still at half mast? Oh, yeah. Ten days for uh, the, after the death of the vice president. Only uh, ten. Chief Justice or okay. current Speaker of the House. Okay. Um, I think they get less for the um, Justice of the Supreme Court. That kind of thing goes down from there. For um, just a regular Congress person, you just look away for a second and look back. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it's on the day of the death and the next day for a member of Congress. Mm. Yeah. There are few days where the flag isn't hung high and at half staff till noon, and that's Memorial Day all, um, all day on September 11th, and in honor of um, in honor of Patriot Day, um, Peace Officers Memorial Day. That's May 15th, and Pearl mm-hmm. Harbor Remembrance Day, December 7th. I didn't, I have never in my life heard of Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day. I'm going to be honest. No. No. I didn't, I had no idea that that was a holiday or that it was observed. Yeah, people get hairy about that in December. They're like, remember what we went through? And it's like you weren't born. Yeah, who's going to say that now? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, I mean,. Yes. Well, the same thing eventually is going to be like that for World War One and World War Two, And for our generation, Gulf War is not going to, it doesn't have the same, it doesn't carry the same weight. This is, yeah, it doesn't. And it's not going to mean, I mean, it really doesn't mean anything to anybody. No, because it's been going on for so long. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, so. But just also know that the president can, uh, or the governors Mm -hmm. can, um, they have the ability to order um, U.S. flags in their state to be flown at half mast, um, for certain circumstances, like, um, uh, like for members Global of military, tragedy or something. Yeah. Or the members of military who died or whatever. But I would say that governor Murphy of New Jersey ordered the flags of New Jersey to be at half mast in remembrance of all the people who have died of COVID. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. And he, every day, he was talking about the beautiful souls we lost in his, his daily briefings. And he's like, you know, we talk about some of the more notable people, but I'd like to bring up, and he'll bring up, like, everyday people who died and talk a little bit about them. He does, like, four or five a day. And That's really nice. I, I like that. I know the New York Times was doing something similar, and some of the local papers have been trying to commemorate the, the passing of people who maybe are less high profile, yeah. you know, like people who are, you know, first responders and things like that, but also delivery people, home health care aides, you know, yeah, anyone. Right. Yeah. And that's what he's doing too. Cause like, we have to remember them all, you know, this is, this, this thing has struck and you know, there's no rhyme or reason that we know of really. And these people have died and we want to remember them all. So. I'm afraid that we're not going to remember the people who have died during this epidemic because it's not a war. Yeah. You know, so it'll be interesting to see how that's handled. I wanted to ask you, what is the, um, what does the New Jersey flag look like? <laughs> You're putting me on the spot. Now, well, if you don't, if you don't know, that's fine. <laughs> I feel like a bad New Jerseyan now. I'm like, I don't even know. <laughs> is it, is that what you guys are called? I, I was going to call you a New Jerseyite. Yeah, I, guess. I think if I were to design a flag for New Jersey, <laughs> it would probably have a Taylor ham and cheese sandwich on it. Nice. Corn on the cob. Okay. A stretch of road with a toll booth. Yeah, a stretch of road. I like this flag. There's a lot going on. <laughs> uh, 
maybe some kind of, you know, something that says, um, uh, down the shore is our motto. Can a bear get on there? Oh, you can have a turkey? Yes, we can have a bear getting into the garbage can. Yes, I like it. I mean, I was just asking because, you know, Maryland has, in my mind, the weirdest flag of all the state flags. It looks like something from a medieval tournament. Really? Yeah, it's a, it's, and when you're a kid, and I may have brought this up before, like, you know, you have to draw in fourth grade, you have to learn about Maryland and you have to like draw the flag. You need like a protractor up in that piece. <laughs> you, you need like all like a scroll, so, like everything. It's really difficult, but it's a, and I'm not a flag person, but I like our flag because it looks like, you know, something uh, kind of a European flag that would be over a castle, but what's missing from our flag and some people have corrected it in some kind of, you know, theme flags are, it should also be in the shape of a crab. It should be. So if you look up the Maryland flag, you can find myriad things um, with it because it's just such a cool, weird checkerboard pattern. Oh, okay. I've got to look that up. Yeah, it's it's a fun looking flag. It doesn't look like a U.S. You know, it doesn't look like anything you would see in the U.S. All right, I gotta I gotta see that. Um, I, but instead of my slogan for New Jersey, the New Jersey flag, which is "Down the shore, everything's all right." I'm amending okay. that. I like that. <laughs> that's a Bruce Springsteen. I um, think that's very Jersey. Yeah, the, our flag really has um, a crest, two ladies, ah, uh, holding it. Yeah, and then one with a cornucopia, and then she's got a horse head, which is very New Jersey. Um, you know how we do. And, yeah. And then, like, a knight's armor. And it, okay. says, it says liberty and prosperity. Oh, okay. I'll have to. It's, it's blue, right? It's yellow. The background is yellow? Background is yellow with a blue crest. Now I'm going to look at in Maryland. I have, I have no idea. Our, our flag is like many, many colors. Um, flag of many colors <laughs> yeah it is a, it's 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 out there you know it looks like when i was a little girl i thought either it was like a medieval flag or if it was like a nascar flag oh my god because it looks like something you would wave and be like gentlemen start like a drag engines. race flag yeah start your engines oh my god you're right it does it's a total mix of <laughs> you're either going to a joust or mm-hmm. um or uh, the indy 500 yep either or <laughs> You know, take take your pick. So I found this for you because yeah. I know you're a fan of the Coney Island hot dog eating contest. Oh God! And they're they're gonna do it this year. It's the fifty fourth year, I believe, and they're they're not gonna have fans, obviously, because of COVID. But they're gonna be doing it on ESPN. Wow! The event is going to only it's only gonna have a third of the participants. So they're only going to have five people instead of 15. So woe to those other 10. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like you've been training, wetting hot dog buns and sucking them down whole. All during all this year. time of the pandemic when you're mm-hmm. quarantined. Yeah. Your your throat is in top condition. <laughs> you got and that, that hard swallow going on. Yeah. Yes. But Joey Chestnut is back. Oh, God. He is defending his crown as they call it. Okay. Um, last year he ate 71 hot dogs. Ooh. Yeah. And the Nathan's hot dog, that's who's going to be doing it. The owner or a spokesperson said this contest will honor essential workers and food banks 
uh, in New York City, which has been the epicenter of the coronavirus outbreak with more than 17,000 deaths being recorded in the city alone. So I commend their wanting to honor this, but I don't know how food banks would feel about this. Yeah. Isn't that kind of like a slap in the face? I mean, yeah. I mean, I would think that unless they're donating money to food banks, I don't think they are. And they definitely are not donating hot dogs. Um, I feel like advocates that are, you know, for feeding people and also for eradicating hunger might not be thrilled about these kind of food eating contests. Yeah. But I like the sentiment. Yeah. So there's a picture on the, on the ad of, uh, Joey Chestnut and he just looks like he's in pain. He's got his hand over his mouth. I'm assuming he's just shoved in hot dog number 71. Oh. <laughs> and he ju- he looks like it's just not a good day. Oh. Yeah, it's a bizarre. 71 hot dogs. I can't, yeah, I can't with the, the way that there are so many food banks and people who never thought that they'd see themselves in that situation are in that situation. How can they have this contest? Yeah, I don't know. They shouldn't have it. They should just be like, no, we're putting down the buns. <laughs> Buns down everyone as a protest. Yeah, like really it's, go go dark this Fourth of July with the with the, the hot dog stuff. Well, yeah, in a way you're right because the point was it it was to draw people to Coney Island and kind of showcase Coney Island. And there are fewer than there have been in the past, but there are a lot of small businesses there, a lot of mom and pops that rely on that that Fourth of July weekend for a lot of their take. Yeah, so. And, and just bringing people to Coney Island, creating like a festive atmosphere. Yeah. But yeah, without that, it's like, it's just some glutton <laughs> shoving, you know, dozens of hot dogs down his throat. Yes. Oh God. Um, yeah, it, without well, being cheered on. Yeah. Who's going to cheer them on? I mean, how would that, how is that going to slow them down without that kind of adrenaline going? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. We'll see, you know, tune in to ESPN. I don't know which ESPN uh, that will be shown on. I know there's a bunch of ESPN. Yeah. I don't think I have access to any of them, but yeah. <laughs> I guess whatever is the one that shows, it probably also shows like sumo wrestling and like, you know, older people badminton yeah. contests. <laughs> and then this, it's a hot dog eating contest. It lasts one minute, right? Right, right. Uh, is it just going to be a quick show? Are they going to hype it up? No. I mean, what's the show? Right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I guess people are going to bet on it. You can, Maybe you can bet online on it. Oh, you know, I, I always forget that. Yes, you can bet on everything. That would be fun. If you had to eat something really fast in a contest, what could you eat? Um, Really fast in a contest? Yeesh. Maybe cher- canned cherries, like pie filling. Okay. Surprise. What about you? <laughs> Corn on the cob, probably. Are you, wow. That takes a lot of effort. Yeah. I mean, if it's already buttered and salted, boom. Now, are you going to, is it going to be like a typewriter situation where you like turn it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll have to, I'll play with the technique if that contest ever comes to be. I would love to see that. I think in one minute, I if you could even just eat one ear of corn. In a minute? Yeah. Oh, Chiquetta. Okay. You're like, you think you know a person. (laughs) I just, when I think of corn, I love corn too. And uh, I'm always shocked when you mention corn in the 
sense of being from New Jersey because I think of Maryland as corn. Oh. And I'm sure people at Iowa think of Iowa as, you know, it's Kansas as well probably thinks of themselves as corn. Yeah. But it just reminds me that I have to floss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're in the bathroom with a you know, <laughs> yes. glide. It's not for a date, for a first date, <laughs> eating corn. No. If you're going out on the 4th of July and you're in Iowa, here's what you can and cannot do. <laughs> okay. Uh, did Iowa put out a proclamation? They, they did. Um, okay. Good for them. So with the coronavirus and social distancing concerns, bringing significant events in the Hawkeye state to a hall, including the 4th of July celebrations, um, people are taking, I mean, they're taking a, a substantial financial hit. Um because Iowa? Their, yeah, most of their money is made in the, you know, in the 4th of July weekend and they have to make it. <laughs> the, the whole state? <laughs> Come on, Iowa. You got more going on than that. You got the writer's workshop. <laughs> oh, you I, got the writer's workshop. Well, this is, <laughs> I misspoke. It's the fireworks company in Iowa. Oh, Okay. <laughs> So the fireworks company in Iowa are like, come on, we got it. Like, this is our big weekend. And if nobody is having fireworks, do you know, like realize like, like fireworks are being canceled everywhere? Yeah. It doesn't seem to matter the five boroughs because they're from sundown to like two o'clock in the morning. There's fireworks every night. Yeah. I see them. It's bizarre. Yeah. It's, it's weird, but yeah, some people are just like lighting them off in the streets for no reason. But some of them are really good. I know. You know, and we keep getting emails from the local politicians that are like, yeah, we're getting concerns, you know, citizens writing us angry emails about it. We're asking people to stop. First of all, the people who you want to stop doing, they're not reading that shit and they don't care. Yeah. But it'd be so easy to to find them because they're telling you where they are when they shoot off this gigantic firework in the sky. Yeah, like um, they're saying that like they're not having the parades, they're not having the fireworks, but citizens are allowed to shoot off fireworks during okay. an allowable window. Okay. And they want to promote positivity, so their residents are encouraged to decorate their property with in traditional Fourth of July colors, and tour <laughs> decorations by bicycle or car. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't. They're decorating. It's not Christmas. What's happening? Yeah, they decorate their house or decorate your bike or car and then drive around or bike around. Um, so they're also saying like different oh, wait, things. This that is you Iowa. Can... So it's like super, super white America. Yeah. Like a, yeah, good for them. That's their thing. Um, so then they're like, there's going to be a simulcast where they have, um, actually there's a casino and hotel will set off fireworks on July 3rd at midnight with live music from the radio station and you can just listen. In Iowa, what kind of music um, yeah. they're going to be listening to with the fireworks? I'm just curious. Like symphonic music? Is it like ZZ Top? You know <laughs> what I mean? Like when I think of songs that celebrate the U.S., um, yeah. it's probably a very different, you know, I'm thinking like Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, but they usually have some kind of like classical music, don't they, to go along yeah, with Yeah, because people in America love classical music. <laughs> I think this is the only time when they're like, we need classical because we're classic. I, I would love it if it were just some high opera. Yeah. <laughs> and people were like, what's going on? It's like, it's patriotic, be quiet, hand yeah. over heart, and enjoy this Puccini. <laughs> so they're going to have, I, I remember as a kid, you probably had this too, like you could, 
listen to uh, the radio stations would have things timed up with the fireworks. I don't know if you ever had that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah. had that. That was amazing. All right. So that's what they're doing <laughs> in Iowa. Yeah. What else? Yeah. People are, um, you know, they're just like, so this, the fireworks are not really supposed to be. And this is like goes across the board for most of America. Can't really have parades. You can't have really people gathering. So you just like kind of drive around on in your car on your bike with decorations. And then they have, um, but they have skydivers that are going to get out there and jump from the air. I'm sorry. I feel like that's more dangerous than going outside without a mask on. Yeah. <laughs> are you kidding me? Yeah. So that's, uh, they're trying to think of things people can look up into the sky. How and many see. people can see a skydiver? I've never seen one before. I've never I'd seen probably one. call the cops and be like, dude, there's someone in trouble. If you get here in the next minute, you might be able to help him. Yeah. <laughs> Cause a dude lit legitimately just threw himself out of an airplane with another dude. They're holding hands, probably scared. <laughs> I tell you, I, I like, I pulled up another article with like other towns and or, like, what is, what's going on for 4th of July? It's like, Fireworks canceled, fireworks canceled, fireworks canceled, 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 postponed. But postponed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, till further notice. So like what July like thirtieth is like uh it's okay now. I d well, you know who's not postponing fireworks? Macy's. What? Yes. So this is actually happening. It says and you gotta love this is from is this from the post? No, the Daily News. Sparks flew over de Blasio's determination to host the 4th of July fireworks, despite oh, pandemic okay. ravaging the city. He is so adamant about having them and doing it safely. I honestly don't think he knows where he is or what's going on. <laughs> I really don't. And I'm not, I don't pay that much attention to him. I mean, who does, right? right He's right. the mayor because, I mean, the other people who are running, it was frankly, you know, shocking. But I feel like this guy is always late doesn't know what's going on. I heard his, you know, I could recognize Phil Murphy's voice anywhere. Like if I were in a, a club and heard yeah. Phil Murphy, I'd be like, oh, it's Phil Murphy, governor of New Jersey. De Blasio, he was talking on the radio. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Oh, the mayor. <laughs> he has, actually had to say at the end of it, like, that was the mayor. Thank you, because I didn't know. I can't oh even God. recognize his voice. I mean, I think I can recognize Pence's voice. And I've heard the right. guy once mumbling about something. And say mother. (laughs) So anyway, sparks flew. Um, Everything is closed, right? So schools are closed, arenas are closed, restaurants, theaters are closed. And I think we're only on stage. uh, We're on the second stage right now. So we don't know if these things are going to be open at the time or not. Um, Mm -hmm. But Macy's is still going to do their, their fireworks. Um, a lot of people are saying there's nothing to celebrate right wow. now. You know, they don't feel like they're, they're not in the mood for it. It doesn't feel right with so much disaster and trauma, right? Right. right. Um, plus, people are nervous that people will congregate. Yeah. Because don't, even if people, even if like local New Yorkers don't congregate, people always come into the city to see the fireworks. Oh yeah, and where are they going to go? But outside, if everything's closed, and stand around and gather, oh. right? Um, it's going to be just infection city. Yeah, and one woman said, "Look, I think it should be canceled because it's going to bring crowds. Like maybe they should just have something on television." 
Yeah. Why don't they do like the equivalent of the Yule log? Yeah. I think that would be fun. And just do that. Say, watch it at home. And all, but and also, learn. this is New York City. You've got a lot of people, entertainers and things right now that are out of work. Broadway is, is down. Why not have Broadway put together some kind of a celebration? Yeah, no kidding. Singing like like all the American favorites. Yeah. Dressed up in red, white, and blue. And you could do clothes. that in a social distancing way if you, you, know, if you yeah. put it together properly. Um, the de Blasio said even himself, he's having a hard time seeing how this fireworks are going to work, but he still sanctioned it. Um, apparently, after he spoke to Macy's CEO, uh, he decided yeah. it was a good idea. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It says, the CEO says that the 4th of July, but after speaking with Macy's CEO, the mayor switched gears a day later, um, stressing that the 4th of July celebration, quote, has to happen because it's about our nation. It's about all we stand for as Americans and New Yorkers, and it's a symbol of our strength and resilience. Um, The mayor said, yeah, right. The mayor said the city would be practicing social distancing. This is not working very well in the city right now, by the way, and there's no fireworks. If there's something to see, something will come out. And then he says, thank God we know fireworks can be seen by New Yorkers all over the city, even just looking out their window or from their fire escape or from the roof. That is very ignorant to say. That's not true for everybody. It's not. What do you expect everybody to be like... (laughs) peeking out the bathroom window or does he think everyone is in a high rise that's not blocked by something else like it just doesn't make sense to me what side which river are they going to be in i don't know but uh, you know i live way up here in the bronx and we can usually see uh fireworks but only if they're like at yankee stadium Mm -hmm. or in that in that vicinity i can't you know i don't have a 360 view in my right. apartment. So, you know, and I'm, like I said, I'm on the top of the hill in the fourth floor and I can't see all that much. What about the rest of the, a lot of people who live, you know, lower and are blocked by other things? I don't know. Like, so they interviewed a woman, Shanetta Porter, who's lived in Park Slope for 50 years, said that she could walk down the street and see the fireworks, but I'm not going to. She said, noting, this is the best part, noting that she's a Jehovah's Witness and doesn't usually watch. So she does sometimes. <laughs> like, and then she adds in, this reminds me, my grandmother was a Jehovah's Witness. That's why I find this particularly uh, entertaining because, you know, not everybody can follow the tenets of their religion all the time. You can't. You can't. Yeah. So I like that. She's like, I usually don't go. She's definitely not going to go this year. You know, Shanetta is going to be out there in the streets. <laughs> you know that. Then she adds, these are pestilent times. <laughs> and she's right. Right? Like, we're actually, it doesn't sound, no matter what you may think of the religion, like, yeah, this is pestilence right here. Yeah, it is the pestilent yeah, times. It's yeah. not, this is not a biblical thing. It's like happening right now. The Annual Macy's 4th of July fireworks, which is also broadcast live, it costs $6 million a year. Oh. And it costs the city thousands, and it says thousands, but it's probably tens of thousands of yeah. dollars in security and other measures for the event. Um, but de Blasio shrugged off a question about whether the fireworks display is worth the department store or the city's resources. I think that's a valid question. If you have $6 million 
to blow on fireworks. How about helping out the people of the city with that? Yeah, no kidding. You know, and and there everybody's talking about how the budgets are going to be slashed because you know so much money has been spent already. Yeah, are you really going to do waste your money on fireworks and then the firefighters and police are not going to have and teachers? Yeah, are going to be laid off or their salaries? I feel like that six million dollars. If you want to do something for the people of New York which I doubt, right? Because it's this seems like a publicity thing at this point because you shouldn't be coming out to see it, right? But yeah. it's going to be on TV. Right. Um, $6 million? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, you know one of the reasons why it's that low is because they at Macy's, they um, ask all their employees, will you volunteer to work? the parade. Well, really? Yeah. You're not paid to work it. It's like your honor to work the parade. Yeah, you're right. I know someone who actually did that one year and you know how I feel about parades. I don't. Well, I worked at Macy's when I first moved to New York city. Did you volunteer? No. I I was going (laughs) to say, no, you didn't. You're probably like, I'm going to go home and put my feet up. That's exactly what I did. I went home and put my feet up. I'm like, I'm not coming here to, to... get squashed by a giant Bart Simpson that's been blown <laughs> willy nilly through the streets. I could just see myself holding one of the cords, and then a giant gust comes, and then I'm dragged. there. She goes. I'm not gonna let him heading go. back to New Jersey her own way. <laughs> Six million dollars. I, I just, I just can't. That it. That to me is just waste. I just, I just love the idea how like the CEO gave a big rousing patriotic speech and de Blasio was swayed and moved. I'm like, really? De Blasio probably didn't, again, didn't know where he was. Wasn't sure who he was talking to. Yeah. I mean, the day before he was like, I don't see how we can have this fireworks 24 hours later. You know what? We've got to do it. It's the patriotic <laughs> thing to do. And they, pro- they asked him, you know, the reporters asked him, is it, a good use of resources he shrugged it off that's probably literal for de blasio like he probably literally was like well i don't know you know like in in an 80s sitcom-y kind of way yeah (laughs) like with a sound effect like you know (laughs) so so speaking of um if if i may some just some silliness for the fourth of july yes um two movies coming out one one serious I'll bring up Ooh. about John Lewis. Okay. Um, so this is coming out July 3rd, and I think it's a good time for uh, this movie to come out. And it's interviews about John Lewis, his 60-plus years of social activism and legislative action on civil rights, voting rights, oh. gun control. This is the guy, the distinguished gentleman that Trump was always trying to you know, get the better of. Okay. Impossible <laughs> with this man. Um, He's now 80 years old. Uh, he has cancer, so I don't think he's not serving in his position uh, in the government right now. He's convalescing. But he met Martin Luther King, so they interview him about that. They interview people in his family. Uh, they interview congressional colleagues, political leaders. So if you want to learn about a, you know, what I would consider to be a real American hero, uh, please see John Lewis. Good Trouble. I think it might be streaming. It's put up by Magnolia Pictures, which is an independent film house. So you might be able Mm -hmm. to see it online, but I think it'll be really interesting for people to see. 
a living civil rights hero. Okay. However, if you're not interested in quality, there's a movie coming out called Money Plane. Money Plane? Is this something we want to be on or <laughs> no. we're worth it? Well, right I'm not sure how best to unload this film on you. Maybe I'll give you the cast first. Okay. Uh, Kelsey Grammer. Oh. Tom Jane. <laughs> Denise Richards. Oh, here we go. Adam Copeland, who is a WWE wrestler that goes by the name Edge. Okay. Matthew Lawrence. Joey Lawrence. Whoa. I'm Whoa. getting the flavor of this. From Blossom. It's a, it's a potpourri, or it's a real um, studio. Yeah, Al Sapienza from The Sopranos. And then Andrew Lawrence, directed by Andrew Lawrence. So, Money Plane. A professional thief with $40 million in debt and his family's life on the line must commit one final heist. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's not the funny part. This is the humorous part. Uh, he has to rob a futuristic airborne casino filled with the world's most dangerous criminals in Money Heist. I'm sorry, Money Plane. Okay. An explosive casino heist in the sky. What is Kelsey Grammer doing? In the sky. Is he the thief? I think so. Now he's the ringleader. Is this Ocean's Eleven, but Sky Eleven? I, a futuristic airborne casino filled with the world's most dangerous criminals. How did that even happen? Whose business plan was that? <laughs> How did they get, how did they get through security? Well, I'm assuming on this plane, like judging by the, the cover, um, I'm, I'm assuming it's a DVD already. I'm like, this is direct to DVD, but the movie poster, let's say, everyone's got a piece. Oh, okay. they're all pointing in different directions, you know, um, it, really a casino with the world's most dangerous criminals. That's where they go. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how are they going to rob this plane? Yeah. There's, apparently there's $40 million and his family's life somehow in this plane. Now, did he lose this money? Now, where did the $40 million come from? Or he's trying to get I it? I don't know. In my, in my world, thieves steal stuff. They, yeah. they, they are not $40 million in debt. I don't know what kind of thief he is. Who took his $40 million? And Kelsey Grammer looks, uh, he's got a lot of eyebrow. He and Denise Richards have eyebrows covered. Oh, do oh, they? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, there's a lot of people on the cover. Mm -hmm. So many people, it looks like a black comedy show flyer from like the 90s. Like, there's <laughs> just yeah. a lot of heads. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you can, you can see that as well. Um, wow. Money plane. Money plane. Yep. Sounds like, sounds like a, a winner. Yep. Sounds really good. It's, you know, we wonder why we couldn't get our movies out there. Now I'm starting to understand. <laughs> I just, I just Googled, Googled uh, money plane and, and hit image. Mm -hmm. And it's got a bunch of pictures of paper planes made out of dollars. And not even this film comes up. Talk about SEO people. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Kelsey Grammer. I thought he had put it away. No. I guess he has, uh, maybe he owes someone some money and his family's life is at risk and he's just got to get back on the acting circuit. 
It's probably, yeah. Oh, I see your eyebrow situation. Oh my God. <laughs> and I raise you. <laughs> <laughs> I raise you the left yeah. eyebrow. I mean, they look ridiculous. And these are, Tom Jane has been working. So I don't know what happened. Um, the Lawrence brothers, I don't, you know, Matthew, Joey, and Andrew. I don't know what's going on with them, but Andrew is the director. Okay. Well, they want to do work. They want to work together, their family. And they want to work with Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. <laughs> so bizarre. <laughs> is he going to go the way of like Donald Sutherland, just start being in really odd films to, you know, towards the end of his career? Oh, yeah. Right. Yes. Kelsey Grammer is the new Donald Sutherland. Yeah. And I, I have a, I mean, either he is the professional thief or he's the villain. Hmm. Eyebrows. He's the one with the money. He's probably the one with the forty million, and then the um, the buffer guy has to. Do you think he's running this this genius idea of a, like a casino and a plane? Why hadn't I thought of that? <laughs> Somebody had snakes on a plane. <laughs> That's what's money. But it's like I get a floating casino because there are, you know, once you get a certain amount of miles away from a country you're basically in a no man's land you can do whatever you want right like mm -hmm. the cruises to nowhere they go from new york they just go out to the water you gamble and right. then you come back right but this is like and how big is this plane like where's it taking off from well yeah i guess because if you're three miles out on the ocean that's international water mm -hmm. so you can do whatever but so in a plane that you're you're anywhere so you think they're just like circling while they yeah. play yeah, because then they're not beholden to any of the rules of the earth. And then what's the action like at the casino? Uh, what's the action? Yeah, like, like what, how are they, I don't know, I'm just thinking about like how much of this movie is going to take place in what can't be a very big space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how big is this plane? Is it, or is it futuristic? Is it like the... Uh, Death Star or something. I don't know. And well, they say it's futuristic, but the picture just looks like a regular old plane. <laughs> you know, I mean, like there's, it doesn't even look like stealth or anything. It just looks like a plane. Well, maybe it's to get the, the highest rollers from all over the world. Take, you know, go to gamble with without any rules in the sky. I, I feel like criminals don't have a hard time finding places to gamble without rules. Yeah. I don't know. But you know what? I When this comes to Amazon, I'll watch it. <laughs> you know me. I love a bad movie. This is like at the yeah. Mystery Science Theater bad. All right. What do you have for it? And because it's America, we have the freedom to watch that movie. Yeah. Yes, we do. <laughs> and that movie has the freedom to fail. That's right. right. Nobody can stop no. it. No. Um, Only in America. I was thinking about when I was a kid... And what we were told about America and, and how it was the greatest country in the world and yeah. we best of everything, best education, best professionals. And everybody was just, um, you know, wanted to be here and everybody loved America. I think by the time we were born that, that had, a, that had passed, but yeah, I grew up with that sentiment. Yeah. So you were told, you thought it was like you were fine yeah. no matter where you went because you were American. Um, so it's always interesting to hear from from people who are not American who are here now and what they think of America because they came here because they they thought it was going to be a better life. Yeah, right. And for Most for likely. some of them, 
there was some Kool-Aid drinking going on. Yeah. Um, I, I've talked to a lot of people who are like, yeah, I, I saw America in the films. And then they get here and it's nothing like the films, which is understandable because a lot of the films that I watched about other countries, when I've gone to those countries, it's like, okay, yeah, it is kind of like this. The yeah. film industry is different here, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sell in a different way, yeah. yeah. So it's like this one uh, she's, person says, when I first came here, I was very into the idea of America as the land of opportunity for all. But now I know that the idea of equality in this country is a farce. Yeah. She is a mother homemaker and a Jamaican immigrant who's been living in, in Washington, D.C. for 25 years. And despite long living in the country's capital, she has a complicated relationship with the U.S. She says, when I came here, you know, it's, now it's a farce. Um, they are, the feelings endure year-round, but are especially pronounced on Independence Day. Um, that celebrates the supposed offering of life, liberty, and freedom for all. She's like, we usually celebrate in some way or go watch fireworks, but we don't really think about it as celebrating independence. No. Um, I can see why, especially if you weren't, um, and cal- you know, born and raised here and then and calculated from birth with these ideas, it may seem kind of like a hollow celebration. Right. And especially with the Trump's recent announcement of deporting, you know, more, uh, you know, thousands of migrant families, um, it's a terrifying predicament to be in. And so it's like, you know, but <laughs> this, this author asked five immigrants, um, what they thought of America. And these are young people. Okay. This one person was born in Liberia and says, since moving to the States, I always felt a huge pressure to feel moved by the 4th of July. It's kind of in line with everything else goes on about being an immigrant in America, being expected to know and care about American politics, culture, history, and holidays. Um, I've never thought about that before. The, the pressure um, yeah, but I mean, I guess it makes sense because as, you know, as an, as being born in America, it's like, you don't have to know any of this stuff. You yeah. can just go around and say, you love the country and, and say that you're proud of it, but you don't have to have any real knowledge of it. Right. <clears throat> but they do. Yeah. And, um, they have to know more than about it than any other place in the world. Yes. And so then they, sometimes I feel bitter as though I'm expected to forego every cultural celebration at home for a celebration in the U.S. And that I feel like I have to have a personal stake in it, and I don't have one. Um, and she said, you know, I respect how important the 4th of July is to Americans, but um, <clears throat> it's unfortunate to feel being out of place at a time of celebration and having to feign an understanding. She probably, it's a, it's a woman that you're talking about. She probably also doesn't see the many, many of us who don't really care that much Yeah, because you're not going to see us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're not going to see the people who are like, I guess it must feel the same way. You're like, Oh man, I can't believe I'm not into this Christian holiday. Everyone's celebrating Christmas. It's like, well, no, a lot of people aren't, but you're not necessarily going to see that. Yeah. Another guy says, you know, I've lived here for a while. I come to realize that America is a melting pot of so many different cultures. And I take comfort in knowing I would not be the only non-American celebrating the day. I try to engage in the holiday by being around people that I care about. I feel like if you aren't celebrating America's independence, you should be celebrating life, family, and the ones you love. That's a nice way to handle it. Yeah, or you can just, like many of us who are born here do, and not do anything. I mean, what do you do on the 4th of July? 
stay home. Yeah. Stay away from it. That's what I, that's what I was going to say. And that has mm-hmm. nothing to do with, you know, patriotism or not. It's just like it's a pain in the ass to get out there. We we live in yeah. a dense area. People are acting like fools. Yeah. Um, I don't like parades because I find them to be militaristic. I don't care if they're flying a Garfield or whatever. Uh, a yeah, bunch of people right? marching down the street is just not comfortable for me. <laughs> yeah, right? Yes. Um, where I'm from, we have very small kind of 4th of July celebrations. And it's more of a like day to hang out in town, go down by the waterfront, get something to eat and have some beers and sit outside. Like, you know what I mean? It's more of like a, you know, everyone's off and we're just kind of hanging out thing. It it was never hugely patriotic. And our fireworks, they were great, but they weren't huge. It's a small town. Um, Also, my town is colonial. So that kind of, you know, it's, we've got Americana up the wazoo all the time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now as an adult and I don't have a family, uh, you know, like children or anything, there's no need for me to do shit on the 4th of July. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> like, what am I going to do? You know, it's true. It's like, are you going to a party or are you staying home? Yeah. You, know, you don't have to do. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. There's another woman who talked to, she's from Puerto Rico mm-hmm. and she's talking about the status of Puerto Rico as a territory. And I'd be pissed. Real- yeah, yeah, but realized how weird it is in both places, in the U.S. and in Puerto Rico, for the Fourth of July. Um, when she grew up, she went to the beach, maybe for the day with with the family. Mm-hmm. Um, but realized so many messed up things were happening. They lose power for days without warning. Um, were related to their her status as a as a colony. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and for her, she she's queer, and so she has like doesn't fit in and what, what it means to be um, a Puerto Rican mm-hmm. traditionally, mm-hmm. she's saying, because there's a lot of strict rules with their family. Mm-hmm. And then in the U.S., she doesn't really fit in there either. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she says that, uh, she says, though, in the U.S., she thinks that she could be different and happy, but if she stayed in Puerto Rico, she'd be different and unhappy, oh. which is interesting. But yeah, like... Yeah, I'm coming from a place where you're supposed to be part of the U.S., mm-hmm. but you're not. I mean, that's why a lot of people have been celebrating Juneteenth. I know a lot of people celebrated it this year because of all the unrest that's going on and the attention that it's kind of shed on, um, you know, having the full franchise for everybody, but also black history. And yeah. Juneteenth is a really fun holiday that I think anyone can get behind. I think so too. Right? Every, I, I, hopefully, yeah. everyone is for emancipation, right, and freedom. Yeah, that's easier yeah. to celebrate, in my mind. Right, right. Um, so I think that that would be like a great thing to have as as like a national celebration. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it might. I think that might happen. I know a lot of places, uh, corporate, and whether they're doing this for a publicity stunt or because they're actually, you know woke whatever I don't care but they're giving people the day off yeah so if that I mean and that's really what it's about in America right let's be honest is there a day off (laughs) is there a day off is there a sale yeah that accompanies this This year will be weird because and I I didn't pull any uh, articles in this but I now I realize I should have there's not going to be the big fourth of July day sales as there would be because 
people are not in a rush to head out to the, the malls and the stores and things like that. Right. And there's such like sales fatigue because mm-hmm. people have been selling online desperately trying to keep some money flowing no matter what. Yep. And it's sale after sale after sale. So it's just losing its specialness yeah. in a way. And I don't know if people are going to be buying the things that they traditionally are buying for 4th of July. Like if you're having that big cookout, are you going to upgrade your, fur- you're not, maybe you're not having the cookout this year. You're not going to upgrade your furniture outside that grill that you were thinking about replacing. You yeah. might not replace that, you know, the hot dogs, the hamburgers, all that kind of celebratory stuff, the decorations. Cause some people really get into that. Yeah. They might not do that if people are not coming over. Right. Right. So I guess if you're the kind of person who is not down with the 4th of July, for whatever reason, this is the year where you could skip it. Hmm. Yeah, that's probably, yeah, why not? And why not just sit it out anyway and, like, reflect on yeah. on what's going on? I mean... And what, what it really means to be an American. I have, you know, I'm not... I'm going to be honest. During a history class, U.S. history in school, I remember one time the teacher stopping the class to ask me, like, oh, I'm sorry, am I boring you? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> you are I'm not interested in US history like I get I get the gist of the it's only 400 years <laughs> you know yeah you know and it's it's biased yeah so yeah. I, I wasn't that interested in it but maybe for this year I could look into some aspects of history that I am not familiar with some maybe some activism or you know, some, some areas of U.S. history that I might find inspiring or interesting and not just the stuff that was kind of shoved at us when we were kids. Yeah, yeah, right? You know. Or, like, yeah, digging deeper into, like, the other side of the story of these stories that yeah. we always told. That might be an interesting way to spend the 4th of July. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Maybe. I'm like, what are you going to do? Are you going to study on the 4th of July? Um, Well, this year, the 4th of July is actually on a Saturday. Yes. The observance for it, I saw on the calendar, is for the Friday. Yeah. Um, And, you know, as far as I know, we're still in lockdown mode. And even if we weren't, I am sorry to say I'm not excited about having to get onto the subway if I don't have to. And I'm a mass, I'm a mass transit person. I don't drive. Yeah. So I can see 4th of July being maybe going to the park. Okay. Um, and seeing, you know, people out here have been pretty good about social distancing. We have some big parks, so it might be interesting to go like sit in the park and just see people because that's something I haven't done. Yeah. That would be nice. And to see people relaxing and enjoying themselves. It was, you know what? I walked down the street and they just opened up the streeteries recently. Mm -hmm. And to see people actually out having dinner was like fascinating. It's nice, right? Yeah. It it makes you feel like, even though I'm not going to be out there necessarily, but it's nice to just see people and everyone seems to be really happy to be out. Yes. As opposed to a lot of times you go out, people look sour as fuck. Yeah. Now they're like, yeah, you know. We're sitting at a table. And I don't know yeah. if in, in Hoboken, if they've closed down any streets and opened those up to foot traffic. Yeah, they did that. They keep changing up the streets. So yeah. I kind of like that idea. There are a couple of um, streets 
here in my neighborhood that I know they have closed down. So I might, you know, go check that out, maybe walk around a little bit um, and just kind of take, you know, see, take the pulse of the neighborhood, I guess. How about you? Well, I'm mostly going to be at home. I will see if anyone wants to get a social distance drink. Oh, yeah. And and take a walk, but socially distant. Yeah. I've done that with people. It's not that hard. Yeah. And also, too, like, you know, you're wearing your masks, so... You know, yeah, yeah. I think that would just bring bring would... a straw is what I've been telling people. Bring yes. a metal straw because you can stick that <laughs> through the side of the mask. Yeah. <laughs> Although, why someone hasn't invented uh, some kind of mask and wine glass combo is just beyond me. Well, they do have the mask that you have the flap that you can open up and stick the straw through. No, I want the straw attached. Okay, like an IV. <laughs> Okay. And I want the straw attached to the mask. And then the other side just is like a cork. Okay. And it just fits right in the top of a wine bottle. Right. <laughs> That's what I would like to see. That's what I call freedom. Thank you for listening to Hey You Know It. Stay in touch with us during the week. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Tumblr. Go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We'll read it on an upcoming show regardless of content. As always, we love your emails. Send us an email at heyyouknowit at gmail.com with your comments, questions, and segment ideas. Emails will also be read on upcoming shows. Please tell your friends about us because you know we don't advertise. And let them know we can be found on iTunes at stitcher.com and at heyyouknowit.com. Thanks. 